here we are once again. You know, I'm sorry, people. I fell off. I fell off on that first 30-day challenge that I put together trying to do it before Christmas. I got some news. It hit me. I won't, Well, I mean, if we're really being honest, we got to be honest with each other. I just got some news about the past, about, about some stuff that I really uh, thought I had let go of. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And it drove me into like... It just put me in a position to where I, I just reverted to the old self of, ah, oh, man, <laughs> you know, nobody loves you. Here you are. Look at you. You're all alone. It was in Christmas Day. I was Christmas Day. I did spend alone. Um, I mean, I could have gone some places, but it was just like I just I, I, <laughs> after hearing all this news about uh, just people, people moving on in life. And I and I um. I've had this I've had this recurring thing happen in my life where when people move on, man, they they have to like they have to break themselves away from me where they just gotta like like they can't be around me. They gotta fight almost to get away from me, which is not healthy, I think, because I put a lot of pressure on myself and another and another person about like I think it all stems back from childhood, from wanting to be loved so much and then making it up in my mind oh you're not loved that much and then you know finding out you know even my mother admitted to me like with my stepdad like you know he was really really mean to me so I was always a kid that was always like ah yeah 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 so I ended up reverting back into this old behavior for a day and I woke up the next day and I was like oh my god man like you got you still have so much work to do on yourself. I don't think there's any amount of therapy or going to a therapist or sitting with someone um, that helps with that. I think really recognizing where I'm at, who I am, what am I doing, what are my goals, and and being in the moment and not looking backwards. Staying in the present and not looking backwards. That has been the hardest thing in my life. I feel like so much time has passed me by by looking back but it was funny yesterday I went to work and um, yesterday I found out that it was the um, it was five years to the day yesterday that I moved back to LA I had left I had moved back to Texas to go work on a project called boost I'm popping my fingers right here that snapping that's me popping my fingers and man, I moved back to El Campo, Texas, my hometown. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I was going to film this project. And in the midst, in the midst of, of, of pursuing to, to film the project, I was, I was lost. I was really, really lost. Like I was partying so much in my hometown. I, even my stepdad one day, he was like, this partying shit has to stop. <laughs> I, was, I was on a tear because I was just so... It was, a, again, one of those moments where I had a vision, but I wasn't, I wasn't where I was supposed to be. I was not where I was supposed to be. By, by fate, fate had it that I booked a job in, in Las Vegas. By fate, I made enough money to make it back here to L.A. By fate, my friend was able to pick. I had to wait at the airport for like three hours, and my homie picked me up. She's 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 really great. I won't say her name because she probably doesn't want to be mentioned, but because because we all everybody knows everybody. But she's she's a really great friend, and I stayed with her. By fate, 
I ended up getting into this relationship for the past, for like four and a half years that helped me create all these projects. And by fate, here I am again, looking at myself, literally five years later, not in the same position, but still with a, with a new project, but this time multiple projects, this time seven years into creating projects that we've done. So this is, this is really a moment of rebirth, of, of recognizing, of, re, of, re, of realizing like, yo, this is a brand new, this is brand, brand new again. You are brand, brand new again, you know? Oh, today I, today I had a, I, my cousin has, has come to stay with me because she's moving back to Texas and hearing her at such a young age, she's 23 and I think I came to LA at 23 and she's done two years here and she's like, you know what? I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back and I'm ready to be with my family and this, this and that. And at that age, too, I was ready to go back. I remember calling my mom and I was like, I can't be here. I want to go. All I'm doing is drink this and that. I'm just like, and my mom told me, you better walk outside. Walk until you're tired. Walk until you can't walk no more than walk back home. And I walked all the way down Santa Monica Boulevard, all the way to La Brea. And back then, back, at, back then it was prostitutes and, and hustlers on the street and people trying to hustle me and people asking my name and, you know, people trying to pick me up. Like, it was crazy. It was crazy back then. <laughs> and then it got to the point when, when I was feeling anxious or, or had anxiety, I'd, I'd go for a walk, even if it was 4 o'clock in the morning. And I'd see prostitutes getting picked up and I'd see people doing drugs and I'd see it. But the fear was gone. The fear of L.A. was gone. So that's why I think I love I love the city, the city, the city, and I met so many angels here. So anyway, back to the conversation that I was that I think I had today was like, man, am I done? Am, am I done here? Am I leaving? Am I leaving? Am I leaving LA? Am, am I, I going to go back to Texas? I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Then I start weighing all the cons and pros and cons and pros. I'm not I'm not going back. I'd love to be able to go back and and stay for extended periods of time, like have the money to do that. But I just got. You know, in my life, I just have so many people that have invested in me, in the idea, in the ideas that I've had, that I owe them. And, and it's not like I owe some, like, you know, they say you don't owe anybody anything like in this world. But for me, I owe the people around me to live a great life. I owe my kids to live a great life. I owe my mother to live a great life and to not live in the misery of where of where I've stood because for so many years living in the past and holding on to the things that have happened it kept me in a cycle of it wasn't always here we go again it was like this is where I belong in the pain and living and living in the suffering living in the suffering is where I thought I belong for so many years and if you go back in this podcast at all you hear me talk about the prayer that I would say I would say a prayer that I believed so much. I would say, dear God, give me all the suffering and pain so that my kids never have to suffer. Now, that is not an okay thing to do, especially when you're talking to the universe and telling the universe what you want, where you're at, and how, and how hard you believe in it. 
because I truly believe right now within my life, and it could be, you know, I'm turning 39 in February, 40s around the corner. I'm behind. I feel just so far behind on everything that I thought I was going to do. But there's a part of me that's also like, don't worry. Don't worry about what's it, what's going to happen. I mean, I think you have to plan. Everybody has to plan. But like I've talked before in the past, like you know what you want. But when you let it all go, it comes to you. Like today, today I actually, I had this conversation in my head. I was like, man, all I have to my name is, is like, uh, like 20 something. Like I have like $2,800 or whatever. It, 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 I think it's less than that. It was like $2,400 or whatever. All I have is $2,400. That's all I have. That's all I have. And I'm going in circles in my head thinking, that's all the money I have. That's all the money I have. It's all the money I have for the next two months. But it's not. I have more money coming in. I'm working. Other jobs are going to come through. I'm going to get paid again. Just like I did. Just like I did this year. Jobs came through. I made money. Things happened. So if you're feeling any anxiety, if you're feeling any anxiety about life and what's going on, just know that you're not alone. One, there's hundreds of us out here that are going through the same thing. We're all feeling like, oh, what is going to happen? I, I see like everybody wanting or needing abundance but just really get to the point. When I got to the point this year, when I got to the points this year, the points, like, okay, I, I, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. I got rent, I got my child support, and I got $100 for the week, right? I, that's, that's kind of how I was thinking. Okay, I got that. Then it was like, oh no, here's a job, boom. Okay, here's another thing, boom. And then as soon as you get to that point where the universe, no, the universe, man, let me tell you, it knows what you need. It knows what you need. So you have to trust. You have to trust. You must trust the process. Uh, I'm sorry I missed the first one on January the 1st, but on the second, this book that, that I got from um, my little brother and his wife, Diana, says, if you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment. Live in the breath. Amit Ray said that. And I will share the first one. I'm going to go through this every day for the next 30 days. So we're a day behind. Um, oh, this is a long one. I didn't even see the first one. But I'll read it. Hopefully I can read this okay. The body scan. The body scan meditation is a great place to start your mindful mindfulness journey. Make yourself comfortable laying on your back, on the floor, or on your bed. Allow your eyes to close gently. Take a few moments to get in touch with the movement of your breath and the sensations in your body. When you're ready, begin by focusing your attention on the tips of your toes and then move up the body slowly. Focus on each body part as you go. The ball and heel of the foot, the sides and the upper part of the foot, the ankle. As you breathe in, imagine the breath going down your body and into your toes. As you breathe out, imagine the breath coming up your body and out of your nose. Repeat the process of gentle awareness of each body part and sensation until you reach the top of your head. So that's what we missed yesterday. That that's what we uh <clears throat> that's what we didn't put in. And I I found I found this I 
man, I, I've been finding these old, since my cousin got here and I'm moving things around, I'm finding these old things. And I found this piece of paper and it's, and it was about the film that I wanted to do called Boost that I did do, the short film called Boost and I wanted to make the feature. And I wrote down five reasons I deserved to do it. And I'm going to read them to you right now because I think for yourself and a lot, a lot of people, a lot of the speakers that I, that I listen to, like in the morning, they all say, write down your reasons why. And when I wanted to make Boost, it was because I've worked hard for more than a year on the script. Number two, to show my children's dreams come true. Three, to showcase my talent, to create more work, which will lead to more abundance, financial, spiritual courage. Because my people have invested time and money in me. Because I refuse to give up. Because I deserve. So that was, I read that and I'm like, man, brother, you did it. You made that happen. But now I'm in a position where I have these projects happening, like I'm doing this documentary and I'm doing it for, for this young man who's in New Orleans, you know? I'm doing it for my company. I'm doing this so that my company and the people that are involved with me can, can prosper, so they can prosper. It's the first time and it may be, it may, it, it may be like the selfish part of wanting to help people is, 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 a, is a little bit gone because you can't, I can't lie the ego the ego always has a way to sneak itself in and I learned that when promoting my work I was like people would ask me like why are you doing this oh to showcase our talent showcase my talent do this but the real the real reason like we do this the real reason I do this and I've said it before is because man it's part of the culture it's part of the culture and the people and and my crew is so talented. Like I, I, I'd love for everybody just to be at the top of the game, at the top of the mountain, and being able to help other people on the way up. And whatever that means, whether it's financially, whether whether we're whether you know we're financially secure that we can volunteer stuff for other people, whatever whatever in whatever aspect and whatever area that is, I just I feel as though I feel as though it's really important. It's really important. And I really don't have many New Year's resolutions except for the fact that I've done enough looking back. I've done enough looking back. I've done enough short-term goal setting. Um, I just need to be really clear. I need to be really clear on what it is that you want. I got to be even more specific like, like the goal was $5,000 a month. Man, I did that. I did that last month. And money carried over to this month. So now I got to make that happen again. Right? And I can't beat myself up for... I can't, I can't beat myself up for if it doesn't happen. See, I'm going negative again. I'm going doing the negative thing. But I'm also understanding that the success in that isn't the success in that. I have to do the work in order to be... In order to be successful, you know, it's the it's the work that I put in day to day. It's the work that I put in day to day. And the other thing that that I chose was that, you know, when you and when I walk into someplace or I walk into a room or somebody loans me something or I'm sitting here, or I'm doing, you know, whatever. I'm going to leave the space that I was in better than it than it was. I'm going to leave the space better than it was when I just walked in. I'm going to leave it. In the, I'm, I'm going to leave a good energy. That's my goal. Even when I went to work yesterday, I met this 
I met this couple, and they, they were two gentlemen, and I don't man, they must have been close to their 70s, and they're sitting there, and I made a martini at the bar, and like, what is it that you, you know, what do you do? And I started telling them about this documentary, and they're like, and then I told them five years ago to this day is a day that I came back from Texas, and I probably had, I, you know, I didn't even, I had no money when I came back. The people that I worked for I, when I booked that job in Vegas didn't even pay me. It took like two weeks and my friend had helped me out. And I was like, yo, I'm going to owe you this money. And so by the time my money came, it was like 1200 bucks. By the time my money came, half of it was gone. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? It was, it was brutal. I didn't have a car. My car was in Texas and it had broken down. I wasn't even thinking about a scooter at the time. I was just like so laser focused on the fact that I'm going to make this film happen. I'm going to, I'm going to shoot boost. We're going to make it happen. And it did happen. And it opened up doors. It may not have been a a smash hit. Like actually, I'm not going to play man boost, man. We, we took that to New York city. We took that to New York city and everybody loved it. Everybody. I mean, come on. That's that's uh, that's the the other part that I have to do about myself about how hard I beat myself up because I'm I'm man you talk about and and like I tell you like if I if I go <laughs> I heard myself today I put my sweater on backwards and I was like stupid motherfucker can't even put a sweater I'm like yo shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and like when I was saying today, man, if you're telling yourself this is all you have, this is all you have, I kept telling myself all I have is two thousand, all I have is two thousand, all I have is two thousand. And I was like, stop that conversation. Stop. You're telling you're telling the world you're, you're telling the world that's all you have. Like at the end of that, that's that's gonna be it. No, man, it's moving. The world is moving in your favor if you get out the way. And it takes every, every day you have to get out of your own way. That's the battle. That's the battle. I never understood it. You know, DMX, he's, he's a rapper. And um, when I was a kid, I, I, they gave him, they gave, he, was like a, uh, he was like a video host on BET. And he was drinking all these Heinekens, man. They, I, they kept giving him Heineken after Heineken. You know, DMX is like, yeah, what? He talks like that. And then... They were asking him, like, what's the struggle? He's like, the struggle's in the mind. The mind. The mind's a struggle. Every day it's a war between between heads. It's, it's a war. It's a war right here. And I didn't... And look at where he's at. Like, dude, he's in and out of prison. He's this and that, this and that. Drugs took over his life. He had so much talent. You see him now. His teeth are falling out. He can't even he can't even stay still in an interview. He has to stand up because his, 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 his mental state is so shot. Because no one was around him. No one... He, I mean... He didn't have, there was no podcast back then. He could have went to therapy. But even now, man, I'm learning. Therapy is important. You should experience it. You should go through it. But really, the battle is you. The battle really is you. You're going to go talk to somebody who's probably going through shit, all kind of shit. And trust me, I know, I know people that deal with mental, like deal with people with mental health issues. And I look at them, I'm like, really? (laughs) For real? No joke. No joke. I've seen people that have degrees that are supposedly helping people, and I'm looking, and I've look at them, and I'm like, really? Like, so nobody's perfect. Talking about it does help. Talking about it, talking about it with your family. Like, I, like I, every time I have a little breakthrough, man, I hit my mom up, I hit my little brother up, I hit my, I hit a cousin up, and I'm like, this is, this is how I'm feeling. You know, this is what I thought. Even today, with that, with the conversation I was having with my mind, like with the money situation, it's like, cause I get, I, I, I get scared. 
with money. Because I, I've, I've, in the past, I've done stupid things with it and made stupid investments. But that it was the past. Right now, I'm understanding, man, make it grow, make it grow. And here's another thing that happened that kind of messed me up. Like I put, I had a little bit of savings on the side. Like I started this brand new savings. And then, bam, I had to use it because I had an issue at, at my apartment. I had to use it or else, or else it, it was an important issue that had to happen that had to be fixed in the moment. So maybe that 300 bucks that I put aside was just meant to be in that, in that thing. And, oh, it's January 2nd, 2019. In the next 30 days, I need to complete the trailer for my new documentary. We're setting a date to showcase our our web series that Josefina wrote and that I directed and that Lone Stars Entertainment produced, Raul shot, uh, Gabby produced. We're going to show another episode of Highland Park. We're prepping for a feature film that I plan to shoot about Frank Trejo in the summer, hopefully. I'm, 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 I'm just at that. But the thing is, the, 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 the one thing about the feature film is I understand it's going to take so much time. So I may turn that into a short. I may turn that into a short and get it out there. But this is what I want to do. And I got to find another place to live. Like I can't, I can't live here in this, in this studio much longer. I, I, I want to be my, I don't, it's not even I want. My goal is to just be somewhere where I can walk outside. I can walk outside here, but it takes 15 minutes to get to any stores and it's beautiful and safe and everything, but I, I miss Highland Park. I'm, I'd Eagle Rock, Highland Park, the North, and I always end up here in the Northeast LA area. LA area. That, that, that was a funny thing when I moved. I'd always, I'd always end up in this area. I'd always end up in Northeast LA all the time. Boom, I'd go somewhere, end up here, go somewhere, end up here. Whether it was like to see a friend or to go eat or whatever, I'd always come to this area. <clears throat> And I remember walking down the street looking for apartments in Highland Park five years ago when I'd come back. A friend had a meeting. I went to I went to I went with her and went to Antigua and I'm walking, I see the apartments. I'm like, yo, I would live right here. The gold line was right there. It was just I'm not I I know I know what I want, but I know the plans always change. I know the plans, you know, and because I always ask the universe to Make sure that I'm on the right path. Make sure that I'm on the right path. And being on the right path, it means you're going to be tested. It means you're going to have problems. You're going to have heartache. You're going to have things happen to you. Unavoidable suffering is around the corner. You you think you got it. You lift up the bed. There it is waiting for you. How you doing? <laughs> Victor Frankl in that book, in his book, Man Search for Meaning. I know it's coming. It's around the corner. It's how you deal with it. Attitude is everything. Attitude is everything. All right, y'all. I gotta let y'all go. I went way too long. I just feel like I had to talk a little more today because actually, I didn't feel like I had to talk a little more today. I'm just like I'm looking at my journal and looking at my phone. I've been editing for the past couple few hours. Well, man, I've been editing on the computer, looking at all this footage and. I have a goal. The goal is to get this done. And I'm so happy I have a goal. I'm so happy that I have a goal right now. And get a goal. Get a goal. It's not a resolution. Get a goal. 
make sure go for a walk go for a walk figure out what your goal is and make it happen all right man i'm gonna try something different i'm gonna try to put some music in the background of this thing see if it works but um hopefully it does and if it doesn't we'll switch it up i appreciate you and as always be healthy be helpful love yourself later Here we are once again. You know, I'm sorry, people. I fell off. I fell off on that first 30-day challenge that I put together trying to do it before Christmas. I got some news. It hit me. I won't, Well, I mean, if we're really being honest, we got to be honest with each other. I just got some news about the past, about, about some stuff that I really uh, thought I had let go of. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. It just hit me like a ton of bricks. And it drove me into like... It just put me in a position to where I, I just reverted to the old self of, ah, man, <laughs> you know, nobody loves you. Here you are. Look at you. You're all alone. It was in Christmas Day. I was Christmas Day. I did spend alone. Um, I mean, I could have gone some places, but it was just like I just I, I, <laughs> after hearing all this news about uh, just people, people moving on in life. And I and I um. I've had this I've had this recurring thing happen in my life where when people move on man they they have to like they have to break themselves away from me where they just gotta like like they can't be around me they gotta fight almost to get away from me which is not healthy I think because I put a lot of pressure on myself and another and another person about like I think it all stems back from childhood from wanting to be loved so much and then making it up in my mind oh you're not loved that much and then you know finding out you know even my mother admitted to me like with my stepdad like you know he was really really mean to me so I was always a kid that was always like ah yeah 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 so I ended up reverting back into this old behavior for a day and I woke up the next day and I was like oh my god man like you got you still have so much work to do on yourself. I don't think there's any amount of therapy or going to a therapist or sitting with someone um, that helps with that. I think really recognizing where I'm at, who I am, what am I doing, what are my goals, and and being in the moment and not looking backwards. Staying in the present and not looking backwards. That has been the hardest thing in my life. I feel like so much time has passed me by by looking back but it was funny yesterday I went to work and um, yesterday I found out that it was the um, it was five years to the day yesterday that I moved back to LA I had left I'd moved back to Texas to go work on a project called boost I'm popping my fingers right here that snapping that's me popping my fingers and man, I moved back to El Campo, Texas, my hometown. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that I was going to film this project. And in the midst, in the midst of, of, of pursuing to, to film the project, I was, I was lost. I was really, really lost. Like I was partying so much in my hometown. I, even my stepdad one day, he was like, this partying shit has to stop. <laughs> I, was, I was on a tear because I was just so... It was, a, again, one of those moments where I had a vision, but I wasn't, I wasn't where I was supposed to be. 
I was not where I was supposed to be. By, by fate, fate had it that I booked a job in, in Las Vegas. By fate, I made enough money to make it back here to L.A. By fate, my friend was able to pick. I had to wait at the airport for like three hours and my homie picked me up. She's 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 really great. I won't say her name because she probably doesn't want to be mentioned, but because because we all everybody knows everybody. But she's she's a really great friend, and I stayed with her. By fate, I ended up getting into this relationship for the past for like four and a half years that helped me create all these projects. And by fate, here I am again, looking at myself, literally five years later, not in the same position, but still. With a, with a new project, but this time multiple projects, this time seven years into creating projects that we've done. So this is, this is really a moment of rebirth, of, of recognizing, of, re, of, re, of realizing like, yo, this is a brand new, this is brand, brand new again. You are brand, brand new again, you know? Oh, today I today I had a I, my cousin has has come to stay with me because she's moving back to Texas, and hearing her at such a young age, she's twenty three, and I think I came to LA at twenty three, and she's done two years here, and she's like, you know what, I'm ready to go back, I'm ready to go back, and I'm ready to be with my family and this this and that, and at that age too, I was ready to go. I remember calling my mom and I was like, oh, I can't be here. I want to go. All I'm doing is drinking this and that. I'm just like, and my mom told me, you better walk outside. Walk until you're tired. Walk until you can't walk no more than walk back home. And I walked all the way down Santa Monica Boulevard, all the way to La Brea. And back then, back, at, back then it was prostitutes and, and hustlers on the street and people trying to hustle me and people asking my name and, you know, people trying to pick me up. Like it was crazy. It was crazy back then. <laughs> and then it got to the point when when I was feeling anxious or, or had anxiety, I'd, I'd go for a walk, even if it was four o'clock in the morning, and I'd see prostitutes getting picked up, and I'd see people doing drugs, and I'd see it, but the fear was gone. The fear of LA was gone. So that's why I think I love I love the city. The city, the city, and I met so many angels here. So anyway, back to the conversation that I was that I think I had today was like, man, am I done? Am, am I done here? Am I leaving? Am I leaving? Am I leaving LA? Am, am I, I going to go back to Texas? Am I going to go? I'm going to go. Then I start weighing all the cons and pros and cons and pros. I'm not. I'm not going back. I'd love to be able to go back and and stay for extended periods of time, like have the money to do that. But I just got, you know, in my life, I just have so many people that have invested in me. In the idea, in the ideas that I've had, that I owe them, and and it's not like I owe some like you know they say you don't owe anybody anything like in this world, but for me, I owe the people around me to live a great life. I owe my kids to live a great life. I owe my mother to live a great life, and to not live in the misery of where of where I've stood, because for so many years living in the past and holding on to the things that have happened. It kept me in a cycle of, it wasn't always here we go again. It was like, this is where I belong. And the pain, and living, in, living in the suffering. Living in the suffering is where I thought 
I belong for so many years. And if you go back in this podcast at all, you hear me talk about the prayer that I would say. I would say a prayer that I believed so much. I would say, dear God, give me all the suffering and pain so that my kids never have to suffer. Now, that is not an okay thing to do, especially when you're talking to the universe and telling the universe what you want, where you're at, and how and how hard you believe in it. Because I truly believe right now within my life, and it could be, you know, I'm turning 39 in February, 40s around the corner. I'm behind. I feel just so far behind on everything that I thought I was going to do. But there's a part of me that's also like, don't worry. Don't worry about what's going to happen. I mean, I think you have to plan. Everybody has to plan. But like I've talked before in the past, like you know what you want, but when you let it all go, it comes to you. Like today, today I actually, I had this conversation in my head. I was like, man, all I have to my name is, is like, uh, like 20 something, like I have like $2,800 or whatever. It, 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 I think it's less than that. It was like $2,400 or whatever. All I have is $2,400. That's all I have. That's all I have. And I'm going in circles in my head thinking, that's all the money I have. That's all the money I have. That's all the money I have for the next two months. But it's not. I have more money coming in. I'm working. Other jobs are going to come through. I'm going to get paid again. Just like I did Just like I did this year. Jobs came through. I made money. Things happened. So if you're feeling any anxiety, if you're feeling any anxiety about life and what's going on, just... Know that you're not alone, one. There's hundreds of us out here that are going through the same thing. We're all feeling like, oh, what is going to happen? I I see like everybody wanting or needing abundance, but just really get to the point. When I got to the point this year, when I got to the points this year, the points. Like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. I got rent. I got my child support and I got $100 for the week, right? I, that's, that's kind of how I was thinking. Okay, I got that. Then it was like, oh no, here's a job. Boom. Okay, here's another thing. Boom. And then as soon as you get to that point where the universe, know, the universe, man, let me tell you, it knows what you need. It knows what you need. So you have to trust. You have to trust. You must trust the process. Uh... I'm sorry I missed the first one on January the 1st, but on the second, this book that, that I got from um, my little brother and his wife, Diana, says, if you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment. Live in the breath. Amit Ray said that. And I will share the first one. I'm going to go through this every day for the next 30 days, so we're a day behind. Um, oh, this is a long one. I didn't even see the first one, but I'll read it. Hopefully I can read this okay. The body scan. The body scan meditation is a great place to start your mindfulness journey. Make yourself comfortable laying on your back, on the floor, or on your bed. Allow your eyes to close gently. Take a few moments to get in touch with the movement of your breath and the sensations in your body. When you are ready, begin by focusing your attention on the tips of your toes and then move up the body slowly. Focus on each body part as you go. The ball and heel of the foot, the sides and the upper part of the foot, the ankle. As you breathe in, 
Imagine the breath going down your body and into your toes. As you breathe out, imagine the breath coming up your body and out of your nose. Repeat the process of gentle awareness of each body part and sensation until you reach the top of your head. So that's what we missed yesterday. That that's what we uh <clears throat> that's what we didn't put in. And I I found I found this I man I I've been finding these old since my cousin got here and I'm moving things around I'm finding these old things and I found this piece of paper and it's and it was about the film that I wanted to do called Boost that I did do the short film called Boost and I wanted to make the feature and I wrote down five reasons I deserved to do it and I'm going to read them to you right now because I think for yourself and a lot a lot of people a lot of the speakers that I that I listen to like in the morning they all say write down your reasons why and when I wanted to make boost it was because I've worked hard for more than a year on the script number 2 to show my children's dreams come true 3 to showcase my talent to create more work which will lead to more abundance financial spiritual courage because my people have invested time and money in me because I refuse to give up because I deserve. So that was I, I read that and I'm like, man, brother, you did it. You made that happen. But now I'm in a position where I have these projects happening like I'm doing this documentary and I'm doing it for for this young man who's in New Orleans, you know? I'm doing it for my company. I'm doing this so that my company and the people that are involved with me can can prosper so they can prosper. It's the first time and it may be it may it it may be like the selfish part of wanting to help people is 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 a is a little bit gone because you can I can't lie the ego the ego always has a way to sneak itself in. And I learned that when promoting my work, I was like people would ask me like why are you doing this? Oh, to showcase our talent, showcase my talent, do this. But the real the real reason like we do this the real reason i do this and i've said it before is because man it's part of the culture it's part of the culture and the people and and my crew is so talented like i i i'd love for everybody just to be at the top of the game at the top of the mountain and being able to help other people on the way up and whatever that means whether it's financially whether whether we're whether you know we're financially secure that we can volunteer stuff for other people whatever whatever in whatever aspect and whatever area that is i just i feel as though i feel as though it's really important it's really important and i really don't have many new year's resolutions except for the fact that i've done enough looking back i've done enough looking back i've done enough short term goal setting um I just need to be really clear. I need to be really clear on what it is that you want. I got to be even more specific. Like like the goal was $5,000 a month. Man, I did that. I did that last month and money carried over to this month. So now I got to make that happen again. Right? And I can't beat myself up for I can I can't beat myself up for if it doesn't happen. See, I'm going negative again. I'm going doing the negative thing, but I'm also understanding that the success in that isn't the success in that i have to do the work in order to be 
in order to be successful. You know, it's the it's the work that I put in day to day. It's the work that I put in day to day. And the other thing that that I chose was that, you know, when you and when I walk into someplace or I walk into a room or somebody loans me something or I'm sitting here, or I'm doing, you know, whatever, I'm going to leave the space that I was in better than it than it was. I'm going to leave the space better than it was when I just walked in. I'm going to leave it. In the, I'm, I'm going to leave a good energy. That's my goal. Even when I went to work yesterday, I met this, I met this couple and they, they were two gentlemen and I they, man, they must've been close to their seventies and they're sitting there and I made a martini at the bar and like, what is it that you, you know, what do you do? And I started telling them about this documentary and they're like, and then I told them five years ago to this day is a day that I came back from Texas and I probably had, I, you know, I didn't even, I had no money when I came back. The people that I worked for I, when I booked that job in Vegas didn't even pay me. It took like two weeks and my friend had helped me out. And I was like, yo, I'm going to owe you this money. And so by the time my money came, it was like 1200 bucks. By the time my money came, half of it was gone. And I'm like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? It was, it was brutal. I didn't have a car. My car was in Texas and it had broken down. I wasn't even thinking about a scooter at the time. I was just like so laser focused on the fact that I'm going to make this film happen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot boost. We're going to make it happen. And it did happen. And it opened up doors. It may not have been a, a smash hit. Like, actually, I'm not going to play. Man, boost, man. We, we took that to New York City. We took that to New York City. And everybody loved it. Everybody. I mean, come on. That, that's that's a, that's the the other part that I have to do about myself about how hard I beat myself up because I'm I'm man you talk about and and like I tell you like if I if I go <laughs> I heard myself today I put my sweater on backwards and I was like stupid motherfucker can't you put a sweater I'm like yo shut the fuck up shut the fuck up and like when I was saying today man if you're telling yourself this is all you have this is all you have I kept telling myself all I have is 2000 all I have is 2000 all I have is 2000 and I was like stop that conversation stop you're telling you're telling the world you're, you're telling the world that's all you have like at the end of that that that's going to be it no man it's moving the world is moving in your favor if you get out the way and it takes every day you have to get out of your own way. That's the battle. That's the battle. I never understood it. You know, DMX, he's, he's a rapper. And, and um, when I was a kid, I, they gave him, they gave, he was like a, uh, he was like a video host on BET. And he was drinking all these Heinekens, man. They, I, they kept giving him Heineken after Heineken. You know, DMX is like, yeah, what? Blah, blah, blah. He talks like that. And then. They were asking him, like, what's the struggle? He's like, the struggle's in the mind. The mind. The mind's a struggle. Every day it's a war between between here. It's a, it's a war. It's a war right here. And I didn't... And look at where he's at. Like, dude, he's in and out of prison. He's this and that, this and that. Drugs took over his life. He had so much talent. You see him now. His teeth are falling out. He can't even he can't even stay still in an interview. He has to stand up because his, 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 his mental state is so shot. Because no one was around him. No one... He, I mean... He didn't have, that. there was no podcast back then. He could have went to therapy. But even now, man, I'm learning therapy is important. You should experience it. You should go through it. But really, the battle is you. The battle really is you. You're going to go talk to somebody who's probably going through shit, all kind of shit. And trust me, I know, I know people that deal with mental, like deal with people with mental health issues. And I look at them, I'm like, 
really, for real, no joke, no joke. I've seen people that have degrees that are supposedly helping people, and I'm looking, and I look at them, and I'm like, really? Like, so nobody's perfect. Talking about it does help. Talking about it, talking about it with your family. Like, I, like I, every time I have a little breakthrough, man, I hit my mom up, I hit my little brother up, I hit my, I hit a cousin up, and I'm like, this is this is how I'm feeling. You know, this is what I thought. Even today, with that, with the conversation I was having with my mind, like with the money situation, it's like, cause I get, I, I, I get scared with money. Because I, I've, I've, in the past, I've done stupid things with it and made stupid investments. But that, it was the past. Right now, I'm understanding, man, make it grow, make it grow. And here's another thing that happened that kind of messed me up. Like, I put, I had a little bit of savings on the side. Like, I started this brand new savings. And then, bam, I had to use it because I had an issue at, at my apartment. I had to use it or else... Or it was an important issue that had to happen, that had to be fixed in the moment. So maybe that 300 bucks that I had put aside was just meant to be in that in that thing. And oh, it's January 2nd, 2019. In the next 30 days, I need to complete the trailer for my new documentary. We're setting a date to showcase our our web series that Josefina wrote and that I directed, and that Lone Stars Entertainment produced, Raul shot, uh, Gabby produced. We're going to show another episode of Highland Park. We're prepping for a feature film that I plan to shoot about Frank Trejo in the summer, hopefully. I'm, 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 I'm just at that. But the thing is, the, 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 the one thing about the feature film is I understand it's going to take so much time. So I may turn that into a short. I may turn that into a short and get it out there. But this is what I want to do. And I got to find another place to live. Like I can't, I can't live here in this, in this studio much longer. I, I, I want to be my, I don't, it's not even I want. My goal is to just be somewhere where I can walk outside. I can walk outside here, but it takes 15 minutes to get to any stores and it's beautiful and safe and everything, but I, I miss Highland Park. I'm at Eagle Rock, Highland Park, the North, and I always end up here in the Northeast LA area. LA area. That, that that was a funny thing when I moved. I'd always end, I'd always end up in this area. I'd always end up in Northeast LA all the time. Boom! I'd go somewhere, end up here. Go somewhere, end up here. Whether it was like to see a friend or to go eat or whatever, I'd always come to this area. <clears throat> And I remember walking down the street looking for apartments in Highland Park five years ago when I'd come back. A friend had a meeting. I went to I went to I went with her and went to Antigua and I'm walking, I see the apartments. I'm like, y'all would live right here. The gold line was right there. It was just I'm not I I know I know what I want, but I know the plans always change. I know the plans, you know, and because I always ask the universe to Make sure that I'm on the right path. Make sure that I'm on the right path. And being on the right path, it means you're going to be tested. It means you're going to have problems. You're going to have heartache. You're going to have things happen to you. Unavoidable suffering is around the corner. You you think you got it. You lift up the bed. There it is waiting for you. How you doing? <laughs> Victor Frankl in, in that book, in his book, Man Search for Meaning. I know it's coming. It's around the corner. It's how you deal with it. Attitude is everything. 
Attitude is everything. All right, y'all, I gotta let y'all go. I went way too long. I just feel like I had to talk a little more today because actually I didn't feel like I had to talk a little more today. I'm just like, I'm looking at my journal and looking at my phone. I've been editing for the past couple few hours. Well, man, I've been editing on the computer, looking at all this footage and I have a goal. The goal is to get this done. And I'm so happy I have a goal. I'm so happy that I have a goal right now. And get a goal. Get a goal. It's not a resolution. Get a goal. Make sure go for a walk. Go for a walk. Figure out what your goal is and make it happen. All right, man. I'm gonna try something different. I'm gonna try to put some music in the background of this thing, see if it works, but um, hopefully it does. And if it doesn't, we'll switch it up. I appreciate you. And as always, be healthy, be helpful, love yourself. Later.